Welcome to NFT Rebels, the podcast where technology, creativity, education, and non-fungible experiences meet each other. It's me, Annie Alexander, and in each episode, me and the Rebels will have a real unscripted talk, share genuine opinions, and show raw emotions. Should we start? Okay, it feels like we are live. Hello, hello, Abbas. Welcome to the NFT Rebels. How are you doing? I'm great, great. Thank you. Glad to be here with you, Annie. How are you doing? Fine, fine. It's been a while. Like, you know, I don't spend that much time on Twitter spaces anymore. So, um, so yeah, it's been a while since we've been in touch. Uh, so, yeah, nice to reconnect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like... It's been like probably we know we know each other for probably like seven eight months now since since the beginning yeah. of the NFT and it's like how it's growing and moving it's just you know it's 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 incredible uh, where it's like you know we started small groups and now it's like yeah wait a second what is happening <laughs> who who are all of these people and it's like yeah it's getting growing really big in in no time. Not yeah, fine. absolutely. Back in those days, like, yeah, I, I think it probably about eight months ago, uh, it felt like, you know, it's a small kind of cozy group and everyone yeah. knew each other, like absolutely everyone knew each other. And it was kind of less noisy and less crowded. And now it's 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 massively grown. And uh, and we're still early. But back then it was really, really early. It felt yeah, like. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Do, do you know NFTs? Like, what is NFT now? You go into the Twitter spaces up on the on on the phone. It's like all about NFT. Like back in 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 like March 2021, it's all about crypto. By mistake, you can stumble with with like one in an NFT space, and now it's it's the opposite. It's 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 yeah. Again, it's like you know, grew so fast uh, in a way that sometimes go out out of control. But you know, there is some the OGs like uh, I call in here it's like bringing it like yeah chill bringing it back in a bit it's like this is what it is it is not all the noise what's like you having so yeah it is it is always it is always great to see and and to contact with 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 the OGs I call them and you are an OG you've <laughs> been there before everyone else uh yeah actually yeah i mean i minted my novel three years ago over three oh. years ago already so <laughs> it's been a while and i had four crypto kitties that i successfully lost uh access to the wallet too so oh, no. uh yeah um it's been a while for sure <laughs> so so let's get let's get back to the beginning like everyone has their own journey how they ended up in the nft space um so um what was yours what's your story how did you sort of stumble upon it well well for the uh, nft it was uh, uh, it was my friend so we started i started in a crypto start like in in spaces different spaces and you know talking about like the what is this the gold age of crypto at, at the beginning of 2021 it was like booming and i was i, I invested before, like a year ago a year like in 2020 2020 i invested in crypto in robin hood and it's just exploded and and i was like you know i was called like dogecoin millionaire in twitter spaces and, <laughs> and this is where the story of nft millionaire came from um there so i had this my friend and he's like been been with us in the space and talking about like nft every every time every every like every time and uh, we're there like for five minutes and it's like everybody's like okay let's change the subject this is boring and i start like talking to 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 dr doge his name is dr doge uh, a handle on twitter and it's like yeah having calls and he started explaining it to me and start reading about it i was like wait a second this is cool. It is not only PFPs, not only pictures, not only about like art. It's it's bigger than that. And started with this, and it's gonna go big. And uh, that's when like you know, start shifting my Dogecoin into Ethereum and start like you know, buying. And I went into that rabbit hole. 
I call it like a beautiful rabbit hole in a way. It was like yeah, it is. It's a nice fall actually. It's it's yeah. I, I called it back in the days the the rabbit hole as well um, when I was starting with crypto. But it's so funny. Like I I you know back in those days, obviously the the crypto crypto was like you know many were starting with Bitcoin and then some were diversifying their portfolio with Ethereum and then moving into you know all these altcoins that came after the ICOs. Uh, so, so I know a lot of people like that, but you're the first person that I meet who started with Dogecoin and then moved to Ethereum the other <laughs> way around. So. <laughs> because the thing, the thing, the thing is, when I did the, when I actually looked into the investing in it, I first of all like I wanted to be like in the safe side. This is like what if I put a thousand dollar in it, it's not gonna be a big deal, and if I lose it, you know, and start like you know, I've put the first, so the first. Purchase was literally twenty dollars. I got ten thousand Dogecoin with twenty dollars at that time, and I start reading about it more and more and more. I'm just like, wait a second, this is big community. There is supported. It's supported by this uh, by Elon Musk, and Elon Musk is not like he's been supporting <laughs> it since 2017, and he's not backing up on it. It's just keeping supporting. I'm just like, yeah, it looks like this guy is here for the long term. Guess what? I was like, start like dumping more and more. Like literally, when I go into the to buy uh, to buy some of the stuff, I look into my uh, bank account. Like if I have like let's say X amount and like ten dollars after that point something, I transfer that and and buy on on Robinhood. So and after that, I start like wait a second, I need to actually start buying more. <laughs> and that's when I decided one night, me uh, three three thirty a.m. I was like reading, reading, reading and, and, and absorbing. I'm just like, that's it. All in. I'm going to buy a lot of this. So I went, I bought a lot of Dogecoin, went back to, went to the bedroom, woke up. I woke up my wife's like, yeah, open your phone. You're buying Dogecoin. She's like, yeah, it's just like, I can't wait till tomorrow. I tell her, till tomorrow, I can't actually uh, see that I will be that excited. So just get into it. So, so I've bought her some at 4 a.m. in the morning and I hold it. It's like it started like, you know, booming, booming, booming. I couldn't actually uh, understand the situation when it's like I was looking into my portfolio. I was like, is this only $6,000 investment? It bombed into like six figures. I was like, I was like, shit, what? <laughs> and, and this is where it's like, you know, start like, getting into Twitter spaces to just know more about crypto. And that dragged me into the NFT. Um, went to NFT, starting applying different projects that I had in mind. After buying a lot of projects, started like working on the raccoons. And after the raccoons start like this, the plan of actually have a bigger type of foundation for, for the future of the projects that I will have. And, and we started with the Angry Frogs as well, almost about to release it now, uh, to launch it. And when you start in it, and I said this uh, all the time, you start as a collector, you end up as a collector and a creator. You, you start as a creator, you end up as a collector and a creator. Yeah, you're going to get into the same like that. point. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, is, absolutely. Yeah, you're going to get into the same point. So, so let's, let's go step by step. Like, you know... Um, were you like the guy who actually started with PFP NFTs and then moved to one-on-one -on -one art or, or doing both? Or like, which was the first NFT that you've got? The first NFT was uh, a photography uh, from, okay. uh, from a, 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 I'm just blanking on the name, just remember. Come on, I, first NFTs are special. Remember. Uh, yeah, I I, I I forgot the name. I'm sorry. Just it's, I I didn't see the art the, the photographers in the long term time, but that happened on one of the spaces where it's like I was listening and this guy was talking and about his work and I was I looked at it and it's like wow, this is actually so beautiful, and uh, I went there. And that was like the first bid I put on. It was on OpenSea. I've placed the bid. Uh, it was 0 0.4 at that time. And the guy went crazy. He went crazy. We connected immediately and we started talking and all of this, start crying. 
was like, wow, this is dope. You actually, you know, and he was like, you changed my life and all of this. And I was like, you know, so emotional at that time. I was like, man, this is, this is cool. You know, it's like, you can get to buy what you like and to get into in contact directly with the creator to, to know their stories and, and to build that connection. It's not like you're going and into the supermarket or you're going to Amazon or wherever it's like, you know, and go buy and get this piece of thing, like piece of things, yeah. not piece of art that you're going to put it. But here you got just, you could, you connect and you talk to them and it was cool. So I'm, I'm that guy who started with one-on-one for a long time. It took me two months before I bought my quote-unquote board ape. I sold it after like probably a month from me buying it. Uh, I didn't expect oh, it to go that much. That must have been hurting. <laughs> it, it, it's so it, it happens. Like I, I've it's like that, you know, yeah. it's 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 just is this is this is how it goes. So, and I had the a. a, a board ape kennel a board kennel the same as the board ape that i have the same thing mm. yeah, uh, yeah. yeah spent probably two days looking for this and uh, so i got it and start looking at it and uh, i didn't at that time it was so different the vibes in the board ape it was just uh, kind of like we like not me in a way i didn't get to connect in, in, in that community okay. at the beginning and start like, you know, probably did, I didn't do this, the, 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 the research that I should have done in a way, but yeah, I started like, you know, okay, PFP, let's me go see this and that I stayed for a long time before I actually start like trading PFP, uh, kind of like, you know, uh, project. I, I trade there. It's, um, rarely to hold a lot of, of PFP yeah. at that specific period of time. Now I hold some, uh, but yeah, I was like started with one-on-one. Eighty to ninety percent of my portfolio is one-on-one, and I have, awesome. I have over twelve hundred so far NFTs. Wow, that's that's so cool. I mean, I, I was gonna say that in the space, like obviously, you know. You started uh, by collecting, uh, then, you know, you had your own project, etc. But but in, in many people's sort of, you know, image, uh, when someone says NFT millionaire, it's basically like a, a big collector is what people think about. Like the collector image is the first thing that comes to mind. On top of that, like, you know, on top of mind, that's that's what everyone thinks. And, and obviously there are many different, uh, you know, uh, collectors uh, in the space. Um, not many have been around for so long, basically. Uh, many uh, of almost everyone has those shield posts uh, on Twitter. Uh, but there are very few who, who people know that, you know, uh, if you get there, it's not a waste of time. Most probably, you know, the collectors will see it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you also have uh, your Twitter spaces that you're still running uh, since, since back in those days where mm-hmm. you actually, what I like about them is that that exact psychological support that you're providing, right? It's it's like, as you said, like, you know, the first, the photographer of, the, of your first NFT that you bought, you know, connected with you and you were approachable and you guys spoke. Um, that's what kind of, you know, is the vibe of on your spaces usually. You kind of, you know, um, I've seen a lot when you were actually buying while talking to the person, um, which always had that, you know, big effect of, of people holy shit is, is this true <laughs> like oh my god what do you mean did you just buy it so I, I think that that is that is probably the difference between um nfts and and dogecoin right like those doggies don't don't really kind of you know say yeah. thank you or you know <laughs> you don't get anything out of them from that uh, perspective from the emotional perspective and probably that's the difference between uh, one-on-one art artist relationships with the collectors versus you know the pfp projects where it's more about a community and sort of you know being part of something together kind of thing right yeah um so 
I mean, since you also have PFP projects in your portfolio, uh, I mean, how are you actually managing? For me, for example, the problem with PFPs is that I don't, really don't have so much time and energy um, in order to to monitor everything that's going on, to be on all the Discord servers, to you know, to to keep my my head on the pulse, to figure out what's happening. Um, which is why, like for me, it's much easier just to hold in Stutch because I just don't have that broadband of just you know going into and 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 monitoring everything one by one. Um, but are are you part of any of those communities? And like, do you have any favorites um, in terms of vibe? Because you said Bored Ape's vibe back then didn't really resonate with you. So uh, I, I, it didn't resonate. I wasn't like an, an, a Discord guy until we get into the raccoons. So that's when I start like, you know, going into Discord and building a Discord. But to be honest, I'm not a big Discord guy. So till now, I don't go into, I just like, you know, go see the vibes and that's it. I don't communicate that much on Discord, on okay. different Discords. On my Discords, I'm more active that, than any other Discords. The thing is, I have a support kind of like friends who always send me hits. Like, yeah, see this. This one is 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 cool. This that one is cool. Check mm. this. Check that. And at the end of the day, is is I go into like sometimes we buy and it's just you know disappear, <laughs> and yeah. sometimes we buy and it goes well. But it is this kind of like three to four friends that I truly trust. Uh, and I really trust and they send me things like, yeah, check this out, check that out. Sometimes I go to OpenSea and just to check the ranking stats of it yeah. and see every other day. And, and I go like, yeah, I like it. Let me go. Sometimes I buy without actually, you know, checking. Researching. It depends on the price. So if mm. the price is 0 0.4 or 0 0.2 and above, I'll go and check what is this. You're investing a lot, but if it's like 0 0.02, 0 0.03, yeah. just like, and I like it. Oh, I like it. I'm gonna get it, even if it's rug bull. For me, it's it's just like this is how I like it. I love it. It's just like you know, it's so yeah. cool. But when the, the the investments start like being getting higher and higher, just like where it's like, yeah, I gotta go and do my research about it. And yeah, uh, sometimes I go with the with the flow. Sometimes I buy high. But I don't sell, mm -hmm. sell low. I just hold. Sometimes uh, I got, you know, into one of the projects where it's like I went bought low. I bought like around 15 of them and it went to one ETH each like in, in 20, 48 hours. And I was like, wow. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And start liquidating them and getting into other projects as well. Uh, so the thing is, is because I'm into the more PFP side of, business perspective in a way different than me collecting just me actually you know creating and the profile picture it's good to go and see the different communities structure the different uh, you know uh, business perspective for this different projects understanding what they are offering where's like their 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 starting point where's their end game and and all of this so it is kind of like me trading in the uh, pfp project kind of style of transaction but at the same time studying it and the same time to understand the concept behind it yeah that makes sense. each and each and each and every like kind of project new project so there is some project i said like yeah i wondered why this is not actually moving that how it's supposed to to do to be and this is where where i did the analysis of of on how and why this is happening why is happening and how is actually going to be in the future so you go into a period of time where it's like you know there is a lot of people the same thing happened with the crypto in in 2019 2020 where it's like 2020 sorry 2020 2021 this last yeah. quarter first quarter and well, before that the same thing happened at 2017, 2017. 2018. So, yeah so it's, people it's, got yeah. burned and uh, this this the thing that yeah it's you're gonna got burned and there is a lot of people gonna make money you're not gonna hear the stories of the people who's losing you're gonna hear the stories of the successful people because the the, the the losers probably or the people who got like lost who lost money they will not be proud going and talking about it like yeah i lost yeah. that much and that's much only this like this is the same thing. Always, always the hero or the 
success stories is there but there is a lot of actually miserable kind of losing or it's like a lot of people lost a lot of money on it so it's not that highlighted so i look at it and see how this is gonna go and based on that i start work on my projects which is gonna you know probably talk about it later in this yeah uh, yeah we'll do uh but before that what i want to cover is because like imagining uh the people the type of people who are going to watch this or listen uh to the audio podcast um they are going to be mainly one-on-one artists i i presume most probably mm-hmm. so um and they usually have a similar type of challenges right like they they come to this space uh there are tons of uh, really talented people um but not everyone really progresses so fast because just being a talented artist feels like it's not enough in this space there are so many other different components that come together in order for the artist the nft artist to become successful right there's loads of different different components different elements uh, uh, a bit about timing a bit about luck a bit about like how skillful you are with social media about how shy you are to to interact and engage and communicate with with the other people in the community etc etc so that it's it's way more than just you know how good of an artist you are so um and and sometimes it's overwhelming so i think it would be very useful for people to understand like from the collector's perspective uh when you are deciding to to make that purchase like what is going on in your head like how are you looking at things like how do you choose let's say i don't know let's say you you're planning to spend one ETH, for example uh at that day on on one-on-one art um so you you need to choose i don't know like two or three among ten uh, what's happening then? Like, how are you approaching this? Yeah. So the thing is, this is this is the exact question that you answered. This is can apply on 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 Abbas or NFT Millionaire 2021 kind of perspective. Like, you know, you go and actually you wake up in the morning and it's like, yeah, let's let's see how much I'm gonna spend today. It's like, or you go into space and it's like you really find really something you like and you go like, yeah, hmm, or it. Let's go next. So this is the kind of thing that works like it's 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 kind of like a, a support, but at the same time, kind of like, uh, you know, like, how can I say that? Like you go and just shopping. You don't mm-hmm. make a list. You just go into that into the store. Just like, you know, you like this, you like that, you get. Uh, this is the last, the last, like probably last quarter of 2021. The first quarter was like more like, you know, getting into the connection and the despair like uh, talking to the artists and 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 going into deep with that you get into where it's like an evolved level in the september or october november december style of it where you go and just like you know like yeah you go you listen you like you buy uh uh it's not like you like crazy shopping in the beginning it just like you evolve into ways like yeah i have this i want that you know 2021 it's different kind of perspective in my my head i've i've, I've got i've hit my target it was like to get a thousand nft in 2021 that's done now it is a different uh, uh thing that i i have in mind which is like i start looking into the criteria that i want to actually go and see what art i can buy and mm-hmm. this is most of the time this is the same thing that i'm using when i go and say i'm focusing on buying abstracts you know i'm i'm focusing on buying uh, anime or animation or or 2d or 3d or this so this is where i go and see uh, the type of things that i want to have that can appeal to the future existed non-customer now that they will be a customer in the future for this specific style of art mm-hmm. let's okay. let me give, yeah let me give you an example what appealed to crypto punks what appealed to people on crypto punks the people who who actually you know liked crypto punks for example at that time and didn't get into it they probably get to a point where they wanted it but they can't afford it and, and at certain point of time when it was like 10 or 12 
and yeah. and 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 the people who's actually getting into the space now they're seeing stuff they can't get and probably they will have their their way of making money and and somehow and it's like yeah i wanted this so bad that time i couldn't afford it i want that thing that style this is my style this is this is my childhood memory kind of thing that i want to get one of these or something related to that period of time uh, and again i look into the customer behavior in the future the 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 people that who's in the space in the space now probably there's like you know teenagers or it's like you know between the 15 25 years old they will get into a level where it's like you know if they stayed in the space and and generate like good revenue out of it they might be actually my potential customers or my potential collector for the secondary pieces that mm. I, for the pieces that i bought on the secondary so this mm. is where i go in 2021 and analyze like what type of actually potential future uh, uh, return on investment that I can get in a way. I still collect a lot of arts because I like it, but at the same time, I I, I put it in link with my mm. criteria. Mm. Uh, I put it in link in why and how this. So it's not like it's kind of like a 50-50% kind of like collecting because like you like the art. Because you're not gonna buy something you don't like it, but if this fit the both criteria, this is a yes. This is an immediate yes, just to go ahead and do that transaction. Uh, so this is the 2022 kind of yeah. approach to what and how I actually go and collect as of now. Sometimes I go into spaces and, and buy stuff. You know, Sometimes I go and buy things like, it's, it doesn't fit the criteria, but I want it to be in my collection. I'm not I'm not planning to actually put it out there in the secondary anytime soon. So this is this is the small small type of collecting in in 2022 uh, because there is a huge shift in the in the entire kind of like market we have in NFT. Yeah. So uh, yeah, please. Yeah, it, it just feels like the, the market has matured and kind of, you know, the criterias are going up. So, you know, just having a nice looking something is, it feels like it's not enough anymore. Like before, you know, you could get away with less stuff uh, just by, by being there, by, by being one of the first ones, by doing something, you know, that no one else had done before. But now, like, it's, it's harder and harder to find something that, will be completely unique because there are so many more artists coming in and very similar like there are so many diverse styles and different approaches um as well as it's it's kind of you know uh, just the nft is is as you said like many people now look at the one-on-one -on -one artists in terms of is this person going to be around for the upcoming few years? Is he going to grow? Uh, you know, uh, how big is the possibility for that artist to become a big name, right? To become the next people, to become the next, you know, any anything that is at, at the moment kind of, you know, very, very hot, right? Um, so um, so I think that that's how things have, you know, become um, quote-unquote harder, right? And, and many people also, it feels like now, when things start cooling off and it wouldn't be so easy to come up with cash grabs out there with different kind of, you know, average quality projects that have been selling well before, uh, some will leave and those who will stay and persevere will be the ones who will have higher chances to get there. So in as a follow-up of that, what do you think, like how important is the artist like how how big is the component of the who the artist is in that bundle of the nft that you are buying like would you let's say theoretically speaking if there is a very talented a very very sort of you know nice very good quality piece of art but you've never heard about the artist you have no clue who that person is would you actually consider buying it or not so you've been when you you are in the space for a long time you know who's who's who and what is what and because i have the thread on daily basis that drop your art i can i see a lot of this artist and see how there's like you know uh 
react and act and actually present in the space and when you talk to them you build that yeah yeah these guys are serious about it this 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 is the thing that i start looking more in depth in it it is the new artist who's coming into the space totally understand like they're struggling some like all, all a big portion of them like struggling baby to get sales and this is where the thing that you don't want to go and just depend on nft millionaire or like whatever other collector is there because it's not about focusing on the collectors this is a market that everyone in the space is a potential customer for you as an artist your fellow artists the other people who's in the the, the other pfp projects the the crypto currency uh, uh, community you just try to actually make it in a way it is not specifically targeted into this specific person or type of customer or type of collector. I'm sorry, I'm using that the term customer and a lot of econ, of econ kind style of uh, terms because it is what it is. It is it is a collector. It is it is a, an art. But at the end of the day, it's a financial or it's like a transaction. And yeah. this is where you're going to look into it. Like, it's not like you're giving it away. You're just trying to do everything, everything in between the, the minute you enter until that transaction sales and your the ETH is in your wallet type of period. You have to go and do the marketing. You have to go and, and see who's, who's who and what is, what is working for you, what is not working. And all of these to get to a point to sell your work it's not to get to point to gift it for free so all of this is 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 a financial transaction in a way from the beginning when you meant you pay gas fees you, you invested uh, you invested the, yeah. into it you put an investment to enter here and at the end you got the sales which is going to return for you a, a, a fee like if not yeah it's like crypto and you can convert it to fiat so it's just a transaction. So let's uh, look at it from a typical type of transaction between customers and supplier. In a way, we understand that you have something different, different than the other kind of like in real life. You're not a supplier in, in the pure term of it. You're just like the transaction wise is supplier customer transaction. You are a creator. You have something you want to sell, which is your art. Beside of it, there is something harder than the in real life. You're selling your kind of like who you, not yourself, you're selling who you are with that, what you're doing with the art, what is the future of you in, the, in, in this uh, community with the art. Sometimes you're selling your history, what, who you are, what you've been doing into mm. it. So you're adding that style of kind of like a layer to it. It is the art is great, but yeah, are you doing what is like needed to be done in a way? You did what is you what you what what is your like you know history in a way? I just like you know you just grabbed a, a camera two years ago and now you call yourself a photographer and it's like or you've been doing that for a long time. You understand the idea and the concept concept the, the concept behind it. All of this plays a lot of a, a, a big role. So when you when you are in the space. And you go and do to, to target a specific style, you're actually shooting yourself on the foot. You need to go and look at it as an open market. And everyone, everyone is a potential collector, if you call it, or customer, like everyone. So how you go and approach that, it is what is like, you know, instead of going and waiting five hours in a space to get into the stage and you go and actually talk for like, for example, what I have in 60 seconds show, there's like opportunity yesterday. We had 75 artists in the show. I feel bad for the rest who didn't get into the stage, but again, there is a time limit and there is, you know, you need to respect. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be there the whole day. Yeah. So so what you can do, you can do a lot of, of different things. You can do your own space. You can, you can go and make connection with small and create a community with others, which is gonna grow and grow. I've seen this a lot in the space, where it's like small community, small people get together and you created a big thing. So this is this is one of the the thing that we still live in a 2021 kind of like history. Mm. 
Like, yeah, this worked in 2021. This that doesn't work now. This is not the case so far. The spaces, you know, as an artist, you need to be talented. You be you need to be present. You need to be at. If you don't have a history, like then that something can tell who you are, where you are. It's not like you go and you put PFP PFP for you, like as a I don't know, like as a lion, and people are gonna come and it's like who this guy. I can't, I'm going to buy with you, but here's there is another third layer, layer added to it, which is the trust. Yeah. Which is, which is added again with, with the history, with the art, is the trust. Are you a scammer? Are you not a scammer? Who you are? To whom I'm talking at? I'm, I'm, again, yeah. it is Web3, quote unquote, but at the end of the day, we still have our measures in terms of not being robbed in a way. It's like, who are you so I can go and buy stuff from you? Like, I, I want to get to know you. I'm, I'm talking this is on a personal level, but this can apply into the rest. Like, imagine you go into space and there is this guy, this, their name is whatever. It's like NFT millionaire. Let's take NFT millionaire. It's like, <laughs> okay. and my name is NFT millionaire. And I'm selling you something for $3,000. Okay. So how can I, as now, as at this moment in time, where it's like the space is getting to a level and I have like, let's say a thousand follower and my name is that. And it's like, you know, why should I spend $3,000? Even if your work is amazing, it is outstanding. But I don't know who you are. I know it's like NFT millionaire and that's it. Or, you, you know, you, you, you yeah, got my point. Yeah, 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 no, I got it. It's, it's just, um, I think basically at, at, at its core, uh, what you're saying is that People need to 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 put themselves out there to show who they are and uh, and to spend enough time to earn the trust um, for people to trust them. Because like you know, if you're coming from the first day and instead of hello, you're just shilling your art, um, it's probably not going to work because no one is just there sitting and waiting when you're going to come and talk about your new piece that you minted, right? So at first, it's it, it's just like dating. You you need to spend a bit of time without like throwing your stuff to sell at me so for me to try to understand who you are you know what's your vibe whether i like you in general you know and and then only i will be curious enough to look at your art but like you know when when someone is just coming and instead of hello like even even on twitter spaces when there is a completely different topic you always have someone who comes in and just goes in and starts talking about their art no matter how irrelevant and completely out of space <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is there are still people who do that and and that already like <laughs> maybe maybe if i saw it in a different circumstances i would say oh my god like this is really so cool like you know i would share it with other people saying look how cool it is or whatever but just because that person did that i don't even want to see what he created right so you know by that they are just shooting on uh, at their feet so i i think yeah i think definitely building the trust uh is a very important component and and it can be done in different ways, right? But like the, the last thing that one should do is basically show up and, and start with an ask because like, you know, just throwing your stuff at, at the collector is, is already uh, sort of an ask like in the beginning because you're asking their time and attention to, to look at what you've created. Um, so in that sense, um, and sometimes time, you know, getting time and attention from people is harder than getting their if. <laughs> so, oh yeah oh you know? yeah yeah you got my attention you got me if you got my attention okay uh, so so the thing is you, you let's let's say you've been training for a long time whereas your muscles are actually not getting sore anymore you know you just mm -hmm. yeah imagine like you've been introduced to something really cool and it's like you feel that soreness again and it's like yeah i love this i'm gonna do it and this is when you hit that spot of like yeah i've so again i'm not saying i'm numb but i understand the space and understand this the style of arts that I've, I've, I've like it's been existed here and who's who, who's who and all the things related to it so it's hard now to come and and scam me in a way or it's like to come and try to play on that sentimental kind of emotion 
Yeah. Uh, it might work a lot in 2021, but it's it's getting it's not gonna be the same now. And and this is where it's like because we are on these spaces, we talk to each yeah. other. It's not yeah. like me. There's a lot of silent uh, 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 collectors out there. There's totally silent. The biggest collectors in the space, they're silent. Yeah. So they go and buy and they have their own strategy. You know, there's like they don't care. I'm still young, probably the youngest, probably collectors in between them. But all of them are like all, all, all people, like in a way, I'm not trying to disrespect anyone, but they they get into a point where it's like in their life, they have a lot of uh, of, of money and they want to buy this and to, to enter and to connect and all of this. So the thing is, when you get the attention, you get the support. So yeah. when, when you get the attention, you get the support of the collector who's going to vouch for you everywhere. You're going to have the attention of the... Uh, listeners of the audience everywhere or wherever you are like on either, either on twitter or wherever how you approach it is really important to have that to hit that and to get it into a point like as a professional as possible like as professional as possible in a way like you are not a salesman you're not a salesman you're not an as an artist you're not a salesman you don't go yeah. and like sale sell your things even though that the ultimate goal is to sell, but you go and actually be the artist and the sales going to come within it organically. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, 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 I like that. It's actually like, it's interesting you said that because like I personally hate sales, right? I'm not a salesy person. I, I you know, I, I'm very comfortable with promoting other people that I believe in or kind of, you know, sharing their art and talking about them, but I, I don't really like doing the same for myself. Right. So, um, so I, I, and, and I, and so I've never been like directly shilling anything, but I think just by that, what, what you're saying, just by being part of the community, even way before I thought I would mean anything, already was like a very big and very crucial and important sort of advantageous starting point when I actually minted something at the end, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because because by that time, people already knew me. So, and they knew I was working on something. So I didn't even have to go and shield. They were coming and asking me like, oh, when is it going to be ready? What is it going to be about? And stuff like that, right? So so I think that's kind of, that's what you want to get eventually. Like you mm -hmm. want to get the attention, the curiosity, the kind of, you know, your sort of, you know, position in the space between the others. And then it kind of, you know, naturally comes to you, right? I mean, maybe it's like, yeah, I mean, maybe it doesn't work for a very prolific artist who wants to sell every single week or, you know, uh, uh, or, you know, wants to have it as its main income source. Uh, I, I do understand that. But I think at least for for a start, that's a way nicer way to approach this, to to just start getting, you know, to to get into the community and you know create relationships with people first before yeah. going out there and kind of you know throwing your stuff at them. Yeah. So and, the thing, the thing that is like you know really important in here is 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 where it's like whenever I buy stuff. And this is this is whenever I buy anything, and and it's like everything I buy, I always post it on my tweet. I mentioned the artist in it, and I or previously I used to put the link to it, but I stopped it because of security things. I don't want anyone like you know I've put this, the link there. They can do. I've put only the the social handle for it, and this is one one of the things like when I look at how it's still been happening on foundation. And this is one of the things that drove me out of foundation. This I'm gonna talk about it. I'm not active on foundation as, as I was before. I have my reasons and I'm gonna explain it anyway. But when I I buy something and I posted, believe me, this is going to the artist hundred percent. The artist is going to, to get the and why I do that, because this started doing this more actually organized in 2022. 
or it's like when I do that, I do it in a way because this is style I love and this is something I I want to share with the with the with the rest of the community so they can go and check this this artist and when they this artist to grow this is my part of actually investing in my time with my time with my 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 thing that I have to push and help the artist that I I trusted them like imagine you 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 have a favorite football team Yeah, you root for them. Yeah, you root for them, and this is exactly what yeah. I do. You root for I root for the artist that I'm buying from. The thing is, like when I look at it, especially with the bid style, I'm not a big fan of bidding anymore, because mm -hmm. it got into a point where I had to actually, you know, stop following a lot of artists who's amazing artists. Like they're amazing, but the thing they do was really kind of like greedy in a way sorry for this this might be like a harsh word but they need to pay attention if anyone's still doing it when a collector places a bid on your piece on foundation we pay gas fees we pay yeah. 50 hundred dollars sometimes for that now if you keep it organic and not go and try to actually get someone to outbid Because in the same time, the, the, the collector is going to look at you like you're acting against the collector who's collecting you. Even though if you didn't have a sale at all and this was the first sale you do, just let it go. It's going to go to the foundation in the last hour and from there, people can see it. Or or or, or yeah. if, the, if the collector posted it, that I've placed the bed, the collector actually, there is two things. Either the collector wants you to get a better price on it and they were not willing to pay that price yet. Or the collector is, is actually starting your bid. So the first bid, so you can actually, again, like we said, rooting for you. So yeah. people, and a lot of things, a lot of time, I'm still seeing that till now and it bugs me and it's annoying me. When someone plays a bid, they're actually paying a gas fees. And when they, if I want it so bad, I will pay a gas fee second, um, second time and actually higher the price. And again, and again, and again. And this happened to me a lot of time because I wanted mm -hmm. it. And it's like, you know, I've ended up paying gas fees more than the price of, oh of the initial yeah. one. And yeah. so this is where you go and you actually don't, do, you, being an, an auctioneer, not being a, an artist, you're going to be a pure salesman. Like, come on, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like this traditional yeah. style of, of, yeah. of market like yelling yeah this for five come come take it so it's it's just this is this is what actually pushed me out of foundation if i buy on foundation it's like it should be like something really like you know i'm i'm dying to get it and it should be in this in the price range that i set it ahead of time and people ask me like why your price range between 0.1 to 0.2 Because this is my price range on foundation. It's I decide what I'm gonna go and buy from any platform. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you, you put a, you you put a budget and you go. It's like yeah, I like this one. I see and a lot of pieces. Like I, I've got between 0.1 and 0.2. It's like wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I mean it's yeah, definitely. Yes. Um, what do you expect as a collector? So let's say like as you said, it's it's a transaction. At one point, it happens. Um, we also mentioned in the beginning that although it's like a business transaction, but there is there are loads of emotional things linked to it. So it's kind of a mixture between the business monetary transaction wrapped up with an emotional layer and packaging into it. Um, and I, I personally think there's always kind of a special relationship between the artist and the collector, right? There is a, a certain type of kind of, you, you get connected on the blockchain already. Um, in some cases, the collector has been, especially like the first collectors are always special. The first sale is something like you remember and stuff like that. So uh, what is your approach towards like, do you expect anything like do you want to keep in touch with that artist do you want to continue the relationship or like you've got that piece fine great awesome like i don't really look forward for anything else from you like you you've you've made your deal right like we we're done kind of thing like how, I, I know, what, how do you know what you mean so uh I keep track for every single thing I'm buying from whom and the link and all of all of this. So 
every once in a, every once in a while I go and check it. There is a lot of artists who actually you know disappeared, like mm-hmm. yeah. nothing, Poof. not there. I keep yeah. watching every single artist that I buy from, I bought from, and what I noticed that the minute they sell, that's it, bye bye. They they shift, they move, and which is wrong, in a way, because when you have and and I I've noticed one artist only, one only one artist out of those thousand. Out of thousand, like I oh bought God. from eight hundred artists, only one of them made a Twitter group and put, he put all of the collectors and who collected from him in there. I didn't get. I didn't. No one reached out to me to get my email from the the artist that I bought from. Like imagine, like no one reached out to me to get the, my email. No one reached out to me at least to get my phone number. They only depend on Twitter spaces, on Twitter and Twitter spaces, and they forget the basic type of relationship between the collector and the artist in Web3. It's a direct connection. It is not like you go to gallery and they do the work for you. Yeah. It's a direct transaction. You are the liaison. There is no liaison between both of you. It's one. It's it's direct transaction. One on one, yeah. One on one type of connection. And if you actually don't build your database, your customer collector database, in a really good way, how you can assure your existing in the future? You want to build based on you know yeah. a base. You know, to get that loyal collectors who will come back and back again yeah. whenever you do that. Because the thing the thing is, yeah, I sold this guy. He might, he will not buy from me in the future. How, how did you know that? No, but then again, like, you know, it, it means that you were interested just in his wallet and not in the... Pro- I mean, it, it's a bit it's different. Just like, like, for, it's for- just like, yeah, yeah, take, take this. Uh, next. Next, I'm, I'm yeah, done with this guy. I mean, the way I look at this is like, you know, the, the very often like uh, people say that PFPs are more fun because you can be part of a community while when it's one-on-one, like it's just me and the artist. And and to me, it doesn't really have to be that way because like, you know, one-on-one artists can build the community of their collectors just like pfps are doing right because it's still a community it's a different type of community but it's still a community so you can you know you, you can still do that and you can still you know create your own vibe you can still yeah, create I mean, that community and it will work keep in mind you don't have as an artist hundreds of collectors buying from you maximum you have 10 probably if you are yeah. so if you sold 20 NFTs in 2021 and 2020, you're probably going to get between 10 to 13 collectors. That's it. 10 to 13, it's easy to manage. Absolutely. And when you go as an artist and you build that foundation, if you can get to convert your this, like every time you drop something, you can sell, you can convert like at least one out of the 13 to buy from you. You're adding more and more into that collect collector and that pool that you have like 13 next day is going to be 14 next to drop 15 16 you're building that database and this is where it's like i've i said like i told them this is one more i told i said it one one time and it happened two days later twitter spaces stopped suddenly twitter space twitter stopped twitter spaces for almost three hours they just like you know and told them like let's say twitter space disappeared tomorrow <laughs> okay what are you gonna do you don't even have the email address the email address of the collector. You're gonna send them a message on MetaMask. There is a way that you can send a message on smart contracts, but who's looking at it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, no they may not even know how to read it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't have that database style of of of, of building of the future, and this is where it's like you know Wes, Wes Henry. Was Henry yeah. established a really well organized style of communication and connection with the with the with the collector, like they have like the Discord, they have this this kind of of mm-hmm. connection, and this is where you go and look at it, and say like this is my number one style of criteria, or it's like this is this is my number one criteria that I want I want to see it in the artist, 
to make sure that this is going to be sustainable in a way. Yeah. But I have the connection. As a collector, if the if the artist did not actually get into a point where like they're building their foundation based on the or, or existing customer and they go and to look to and to other customers or other collectors, I feel like, you know, first of all, it's just like it doesn't make any sense. You have yeah. a you have a it's relation. Harder yeah, you have you, you have an existing an existing collector, you know. Sometimes you reach out to them and they might not see your message. They might not, they might see it and not answer. It doesn't mean that you need to stop. You get their email. If this is not, you just go and actually uh, uh, build the relation with them. Uh, yeah. And there is there is there is some sometimes there is like collector they bought and they don't want to actually come back. It's yeah. the opposite way, but it is not the same approach in the business perspective of the future. Collector, they might actually be be willing to come back now, but they might actually come back later. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I totally agree with you. Um, so we're, we have about eight minutes until the Twitter spaces. Mm -hmm. So um, let's move into, I mean, the time moves fast. So let's move into your projects. Um, and, and then, you know, later on, the, let's see how many people come up on Twitter spaces, then we can interact with them in there. But, uh, but yeah, you basically, you know, your journey has been Dogecoin, Ethereum, NFTs, uh, NFT one-on-ones, uh, NFT collectibles, and then becoming an NFT creator. So let's let's cover that last phase, and um, and how did you decide to to become a creator yourself and and launch an NFT project? And uh, what is it about? So uh, started with the Angry Frogs. Uh, sorry, with the raccoon in uh, in August. And that was like, you know, like an idea between me and my partner, who's still my partner now. It's like, we're just talking, like, yeah, this is, we start like brainstorming. It's, and, and it's like, yeah, start looking into this and that. And we found that this character with the raccoon is really cool. We got in touch with the, with the artist who's still with us, like with us. And, and uh, uh, we're just brainstorming and we got this raccoon. I was like, first time i saw him it's like damn <laughs> this is amazing but we didn't i didn't want to have it ten thousand uh, at that time even though that yeah. we could have done it like ten thousand really easily it has a lot of traits but i told ali uh, uh this is should be a hand one by one hand drawn it's not oh, okay. like layer style not generated style. yeah Mm -hmm. So the 500 are one-on-one, -on -one, actually. It's not a layered. There is no yeah. layers in it. It's one-on-one, -on -one, then actually uh, hand-drawn. And, and we, we went from there. We start, I start like coming with the, uh, with, with, with the concept behind it. I could sell it without you know, even having a utility for it. You know, the 500 yeah. school doesn't have to have a utility, but I decided to have it with the utility, which is like the comic books. The, the, the uh, short story video and the uh, collective comic books and the collective short story video, beside that every collector or holder of the mineral raccoons will get the uh, option to be, they will, they will be with us in the uh, a future project where they, they enter in the mineral raccoons and they will get into the angry frogs or any future project. And this is what happened exactly. It was... We have now uh, two two comic books ready. Uh, issue one is ready. Issue two is still working on the uh, uh, last page with it. And the artist then got uh, an internet issue and the electricity issue. And he's oh, he's, wow. in, he's he's in London, by the way. And, oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, and, and this is like you know. But anyway, we're just building the comic books in a way. We're building the. Uh, 3D assets for the raccoons to be like, you know, uh, kind of like that sh short story videos we're talking about. But we're building it in silence. We're building it like without putting a hype on it. We're just building it in the back, getting it in a way yeah. like that's already the same thing that we did with the Angry Frogs project. Like we, I went radio silent for three months. 
not talking about what is happening and it's like we just came up with the uh, green paper with the website the, the different social media and we start like you know start releasing in in, in releasing it into the public two weeks ago uh, especially the last week we start work so the idea behind the angry frogs what we look at it it's gonna apply my my approach to the to the nft uh, in the future whereas the nft in my opinion with the metaverse and everything related uh, to it and as well as my partner uh, uh, vision is the kind of like a replacement of the in real life style of business concept mm-hmm. where you go so i'll give you an example as an angry frogs holder you will gonna get ac- early access to the metaverse and mm-hmm. that early access, we're going to give you the tools that are going to help you to build your business inside the metaverse. Okay. For example, yep. if you build the houses, we're not going to be pre- providing anything to the public. The thing is we're opening, we're giving you the map. You go build your business and you actually going to be the supplier for the public when they come. It's Got not the it. project. You will be the supplier, so we're not building. Even though, if we wanted to build anything as a as a as a project, as a creator, if I want me uh, or the creator of the Angry Frogs project, they want to build a headquarter for the uh, Angry Frogs, we will hire people who bought the NFT from the in community from the community rewards pool to actually, you know. Yeah. There. Yeah, makes sense. So, and they look super cool. The, the frogs look super cool. Oh, yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Uh, a lot of nights, uh, non-sleep nights, uh, to be honest. A lot of <laughs> argument with the... With the <laughs> yeah, I, I know. The artist, like, you know, the artist is like... Collaborations are always... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's so hard, especially <laughs> remotely when you're in different places, kind of, you know, doing this... Uh, yeah brainstorming sessions and the processes and the arguments from from different sides of the world it's um it can be draining i can imagine so the artist is like yeah it's it's beautiful you don't like it it's like i like it but it is like we just you know so protective sometimes no no i can imagine (laughs) usually it's just like your baby right you just want to have it like exactly the like the way you imagined and like yeah i I totally get that drove i drove the devs crazy i changed the website five times like Okay. Five, yeah, I, I, I know a few people like you, yeah. so I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> so yeah, they went um, crazy. Well, yeah, I hope that the last that the end the end result is is when we come with we came with the with the green paper. We came with it as a book. A git. We used the git book to it. It took me me my. Uh, we have a consultant. Um, I can't. Uh, uh, this consultant was actually always. I call him the guy who actually always criti- criticize me. So this is the, <laughs> our agreement. Whatever I, okay. yeah, wh- yeah, whatever I do, I don't, you are the guy who's going to, you are my mom in a way. Like it's always nothing perfect. <laughs> you need you to come and criticize me. And, and that's like worked so perfect. My yeah. advice, if we're going to end up, always get someone to be by your side who does not be as you he's like or she or or, or they or yeah. they don't actually agree with you all the time if they agree with you all the time i, I think you have an issue yeah don't have you that person the mirror by yourself if yeah. that's the case yeah <laughs> if you have that person in your life that you don't agree with 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 that with with that with them all the time i think this is a really great person to have in your life if it's wrong, if it's you, if you're wrong, it's gonna correct you, and if you're right, it's gonna confirm or affirm your your uh, your thoughts. So, so it's 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 it is it is, it is this is the thing about the angry frogs. We have the breathing process. We have the zombie labs. There is a lot of cool things in the angry frogs who are all done. Like we have four smart contracts related to the. Um, Angry Frogs and the staking and the digital mining GPUs, uh, the smart contract for and the uh, generative art for the breathing uh, for the baby frogs. They're so cute. And the, 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 the zombie angry frogs uh, generative art and smart contract. The, everything is ready. The thing is that 
we have now is the metaverse, which is going to be quarter four, quarter one, quarter four this year or quarter one next year, where it's like establish everything and they will go and to a specific island. The baby they will have it's kind of like style of Disney style island. The baby frogs, the zombies will gonna have a haunted house island, and the angry frogs what they will have. Uh, a big island and the five divided into five different families districts it's more like a mafia style of the five italian families uh mafias mafia families from the us and <laughs> the name is frogiano and 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 uh, it's just so cool i highly recommend everyone to go and check the uh, green paper and read the family backstory of it and yeah yes. uh, yeah this is okay yeah no. that's cool so um yeah i guess we covered quite a lot thank you very much for the time oh, um people will be able to watch the replay on twitter so you know once we finish it's still gonna be there on my feed uh and also later on the audio version will be on spotify apple podcasts and and all these other places where the podcasts mm -hmm. are usually streamed so um that's that's it i guess thank you very much for coming over i enjoyed our talk thank you annie thank you thank you so much my pleasure. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Okay. Bye bye. That's all that I had for you today. Thank you very much for listening. I truly appreciate every single one of you. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because that would help the podcast grow. And to make sure that you're up to date with my articles as well, please subscribe to my newsletter at anialexander.com backward slash NFT Rebels. Take care and I'll meet you in the next episode.